Please rate the podcast five stars on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening. Please rate the podcast five stars. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. This call is being recorded. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Hey, Dad. How's it going? Good, Chris. How are you? Good. Are you watching the Sunday night football? Yep. Got it on in front of me in the little screen. Do you think the Colts have a chance tonight? Sure. Fourth down, 14-10. Got well, another turnover? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm watching live. Okay. Um... Yeah, I think Colts have a I may, chance. Um, I, yeah. I may be a little behind you, but yeah, I think they got a chance. I think everybody probably picked the Cowboys, though. But yes. I didn't look. Um, I have lost only one game today on the pool picks. What? And it, really? And it, happened to, and it happened to be the game that ended in overtime in a tie. <laughs> so when a, oh. when a game ends in a tie, when a game ends in a tie, everybody loses. Okay. Um, that was the Redskins Giants. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Okay. Which also wow, happens. Really which also. Which also happens to be, I think, the only game Katie's lost as well. Wow. Wow. She's, yeah, she really is. Good. She is one point behind me, and we both. Everybody's got the Cowboys tonight. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, and then you got another big points week. Um, what do you think about your playoff chances next week? Well, it kind of hangs in the balance right now. I think um, it, it hinges on tonight's, uh, this week's game between Brett and Steve. Um, Brett has two guys going in tonight's game, neither of which are doing squat. And Steve's got Camaro going tomorrow. Uh, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. So, if so, right now, literally, they're just about tied. I think Brett might be ahead by a point. If Uncle Steve can win that game, then Brett will have the same record as I will, and it makes it it, it makes it more competitive for me to, or, you know, more, more advantageous for me to try to get into that number six slot than if he wins. If he wins then I have to win next week and Brett or Matt has to beat Brett. And then I don't remember the tiebreaker. I'll have to refresh on that this week. I don't know if it's most points. I don't know if it's head to head. I, I don't remember. Do you? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't recall, but uh, you've had the hot hand though. You've definitely been on fire. So you, I wouldn't be surprised if you make it. Uh, I can't remember who you play next week. Uh, I, I don't look ahead. Well, I play. Week. I play. I play Katie, um, who's who's going to be in the playoffs. And you play your mother. You play Moose next week, which could be for the top seed. Okay. Okay. So. So very there's, good. There's very still because remember the top top two teams get a bye. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's very important good. to very cool. still be competitive now. Elle's also fallen down the ladder, so she could be somebody who has to win next week as well. I just I got to figure out the tiebreaker because um, yep. it, it, yep. it it may come down to that. But yeah, yep. it'd be it'd be it'd be it'd be pretty bad to be hottest team in the league and not not make the playoffs. That'd be tough. Oh yeah, yep yep. Um, let's see. Did you see that Neon Dion is going to? the Colorado Buffaloes? I had heard that rumor during the week. I did not know that it actually had uh, been cemented. Wow. Yeah. I think they made it official. Uh, do you think I, what do you think about that? Well, <clears throat> I think if anybody can turn a program around and, and get kids in that play his style of ball, it's, it's going to be um, Deion Sanders. So good for him. And that's a tall task. That's a tough tough place to to um it's a tough place to win it's a tough tough 
Pac-12 is not an easy league, so. Yeah, yeah. But good, lots, good for him. Lots of competition, but yeah, he's he'll be a good coach for them. Um, let's see, what did? Oh yeah, and your Browns defense had three touchdowns today. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> did you see? Uh, so here's here's all how all that went down, and this is how much luck comes into the into the AFL. <clears throat> I put in for the transactions this week two defenses. My number one pick was Tampa Bay. My number two pick was were the Browns. L took Tampa Bay from me. I don't even know if she played him this week because she's got the the Washington uh, command uh, um, uh, the, the Washington team, which she normally plays. So I thought, oh shoot, okay, I got the Browns. Well, then I was switched during the the uh, open free agency. I switched from the Browns to the Vikings, and then the next day came back and said, nope, I need to stay with the Browns. That was my logical choice. I just need to go with them. So I went back to the Browns, started the Browns. So that's how much luck went into me getting the Browns with 24 points on their on their defense, which was spectacular. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. And Unheard of. There was a fumble recovery, uh, punt return, and interception. So three different ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Un- that was a good move. Unheard of. Unheard of. Uh, and the Vikings hung on. They gave up over 500 yards. And the Vikings did it. I think that's the stat I heard. And the the Vikings still hung on and beat the Jets today. That was nice. Yeah. You uh, yeah. you 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 didn't you you probably didn't know, but your uncle, uh, your uncle Steve, your cousin Brett, and and uh, Mr. Mr. Birthday Boy this weekend, Bryce, who turned eight, were were at the game today, in Minnesota. Oh, really? Wow, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, that's not, that's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Bryce. Bryce. He asked his dad uh, for his birthday if they could go to a game. So they so they dialed up Uncle Steve and made it happen. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Very so, cool. I, 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 I haven't seen any pictures or anything. Didn't get any text from him at all. All he, all he said after the game was, oh, man, that was stressful. Because they were hanging on by a thread. The, oh, yeah. The Jets were – the, the Jets absolutely were just balling out. And their, their uh, receivers were just making unbelievable plays for their quarterback. And he was putting it on the money and – Vikings defense just isn't very good. That's that's not going to go long in the playoffs if they can't play defense. Oh, really? Yeah. What What's your? I guess you probably just don't want to jinx the Vikings, so you won't. You don't want to. You could reverse jinx them and pick against them. Um, <laughs> yeah. I want to ask you what your prediction is for the Vikings. Too close. No. Too close to home. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. What is your Gonzaga forecast? Do you want to go on a go on a little zag jag? A zag jag, okay. Um, well, it's been a, it's been a very interesting start to to the year, um, and I think one that folks are uh, somewhat shocked by um, because it just hasn't happened for a long time. I mean, they stand right now at five and three, five and three, which um, is you know. Un, you know, un, unprecedented in probably the last decade. Um, I think I saw the stat when they lost uh, for the second time in November this year. That was the second time that they had two losses in November. Excuse me. The last time that they had two losses in November was 2010. Um, so they're just not used to dropping these kind of games. Um, they always schedule tough competition. You know, they've, they've always had the motto, we'll play any, anybody, anywhere, anytime. And it's not that that's caught up to them. They just don't have the cohesiveness as a unit yet to um, that, that's, that can win that in, against that competition yet. Um, I think they're still feeling out their, 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 their backcourt. 
they got some good players back there, but they 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 sorely sorely lack a strong leadership on the point guard side that can calm the team down, that can get the big bucket, that can feed Timmy appropriately. Not that they're, I don't think the the I think Timmy's doing everything he normally does, so it's not his fault. It's not his you know weight's not on his shoulders. Um, it's just the guard play hasn't been very good. Um, but they're heading in a good part of their schedule here. Um, they've got a tough game coming up middle of December. They got Alabama. I'm sure that's on a neutral court as well. Um, you know, so they'll get into their schedule. They'll be fine. I think these things, these, these, this competition will prove out in tournament time to be good for them. They're just not going to be a highly ranked team. And for that, frankly, to be an underdog for a while coming into the tournament may, may do them well, may do them good. So, I'm sure that a lot of people in Spokane think the think the sky is falling, um, and with you know with somewhat good reason. I just don't think they're going to be. I, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll 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 be fine when it comes through the February time frame. They'll be still a, they're still a top twenty team. They lose to Baylor by a point. They're not going to drop that far. They're fourteen right now, so I think they'll be fine. That's my final analysis. Okay. Okay. So they play Kent State tomorrow. Um, I can't remember Kent State. Uh, they're like the Shockers or something. They they host them tomorrow, and then they host the Hus UW Huskies on Friday. And the Huskies are seven and two this year, but they're not even ranked. And um, so that's kind of surprising. The, um and so do you think I have a couple so do you think Drew Timmy will be a good NBA player? Is he supposed to be highly drafted? No, I don't think he is. Um and I don't necessarily know if he will be a great pro prospect. I I've seen him though taking shots this year so far that are shots that he wouldn't normally take. He's trying to like a 12 or 16 foot turnaround uh, fadeaway, which are shots he would have to make in the NBA. And he's not, he hasn't, I don't, I don't know if I've seen him even knock down one of them yet. So I think he's trying some things um, that the NBA wants him to, to try to uh, evolve his game, develop his game, broaden his game. Um, We'll see. I mean, the, the the kid's got phenomenal, you know, um, moves inside. The thing that always worried me about Timmy is his foot speed. He's just not very fast, you know. And the game in the NBA can be just 90 miles an hour end to end. And I just don't know how he would do well, uh, you know, in in that kind of with his with his foot speed. So we'll see there, but i think it was wise i i think it was wise for him to come back cuz i i don't think he's a top 10 pick i think it's always going to be you know it's going to be come down to the getting into the right the right system and then using him the the right way is there any nba player he reminds you of uh yeah, i was trying to Sabon- think, think about that sabonis sabonis no sabonis or- no sabonis has got range he can shoot the three he's got a shot that's that's that yeah i just think sabonis is a bigger body um how tall is sabonis how how tall is sabonis he's definitely probably almost seven foot probably nearly seven footer uh so so you're saying so you're saying timmy has to extend his range if he wants to have a because he's pretty he's a pretty good rebounder and uh, he's got some good, um, like, hook shots around the rim. But he probably he, – he's, like – Timmy's, like, 6'10", maybe 6'10". Yeah. He probably, he's probably, under, probably a little undersized for the, the big the big men down low in the, in the NBA. Uh, think about the NBA, push- I think I, – I, I would think you would, you would concur that the NBA guys down low, they are so long. There are, you know, their their length, their reach is forever, and I think the shake and bake moves can can work sometimes, 
but not all the time. And if that's all you got to bring to the table, that's going to be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, what makes Mark Few such a good coach, do you think? Um, well, I think I think up, up until this year, which time will tell, I think he's had a great staff. I think he's had continuity in his staff, and he's got his 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 coaching group, all his assistants, all buy into what they're trying to do, and I think that's been the the consistency that they've had the last decade, with Tommy there forever. Um, they just had a, the consistency throughout the coaching staff of how they wanted to bring their guys along and what they wanted to do. Um, and that's, that's been very helpful when you don't have constantly guys coming in and out and constantly trying to teach coaches what your program's all about. As long as you're consistent and don't have that interruption, it's so helpful because then you can just concentrate on the players and what it takes to be, to be a good staff. Um, I think what's helped few in the last probably five, six years is his willingness to go play anybody anywhere and just raise the program's name such that people, kids want to, you know, a Chet Holmgren out of Minneapolis will come here and play. Jalen Suggs will come out here and play one and done, you know, so he's definitely, I think, a player's coach. Um, he do, he wants to get kids in the program that'll be successful and help the program. But if they're if they're one and done, which I think um, uh, what was his name, the big forward from Las Vegas, Collins, just played for the Trailblazers. Yeah, Zach Collins. Zach Collins. Zach was the first one and done player in Gonzaga history. They never had a one and done before. Really? And that was that was yeah. Yeah, because kids came here to play, and he they came here to, to develop. I think, and that's probably his best. That's probably his best asset is he can develop kids. Kids can come here pretty raw. They can come here with with a game that that needs, um, you know, to to build to grow. I, I think his he and his coaching staff have done do the best in that regard. And you can name tons of guys. I mean, Kelly Olynyk was a nobody from Canada who came down here, took a red shirt year, you know, and comes out and now he's got a 10, 10 plus year NBA career. I mean, he, he, he develops players. Um, what I don't know about few, I'm not convinced that he's the best late game manager of the, 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 the you know, the, the in-game situation. Um, I think he I think he lets his I think he lets his players which is fine lets his players do what they think they need to do to 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 win some games but and I don't have any specific examples that's more just a hunch than than you know kind of a gut feel on my part than anything else Okay so before we get to our bowl picks I just want to change gears real quick so the new you probably noticed the new 1923 is coming out, uh, part of the Yellowstone. Um, what makes Yellowstone such a good franchise? I've probably asked you this before, but let's just talk about it more. Um, why do people love Yellowstone so much? Uh, specifically <clears throat> dads. Specifically dads. Um well, it's got Sheridan writing the story, and he's I, – I think his stories are, are – um, I, I think his, his stories are fantastic just because the shows that he's, that he's written and movies he's made are, are excellent because they're very character-developed and character-based. Um, but I think with any great show – um, what people buy into and, and love are the actors that are playing these characters. And the cast that they've had on Yellowstone has just been phenomenal. Uh, and it all starts at the top with Coster. I mean, I'm a, I've always been a big Coster fan. And especially when it is a quasi, even though Yellowstone's modern day, it's still a quasi-Western. Um, 
and he's just phenomenal in that role um, as as the lead. And it's just got really good characters. It's got a great story. Um, you know, it happens to be based in Montana, which which is is you know home for your mother and and was a home for mine for a while. So that's got a draw to it. But um, so last year was eighteen what eighteen eighty three? Is that right? And this year's yeah. nineteen twenty three. So 1883 yeah. was the the story of the Duttons coming out, uh, out to Montana. So it was just a fantastic story. Um, and now we got 1923 with Helen Mirren and and uh, Harrison Ford. And so that it should be. Uh, it should, I, I'm sure it's going to be another spectacular, um, very well well thought out, well very well received story. So are there looking forward any to other are are there other westerns you enjoy in the same um type of mini series? Cuz there's lots of there's there's a, some of those now. There's some new ones. Oh yeah. There was one uh, last decade that was um that was our, all our family enjoyed. It was called Hell on Wheels. Mm. Yep. And it was a story it was a story about the Transcontinental Railroad uh coming from the west from San Francisco coming east and coming from the east um, primarily kind of story picked up originally maybe in western Nebraska, eastern Wyoming and going west and there was a, a, a race to uh, join the railroad so we so the United States has had a continental railroad end to end. They happened to throw the uh, it happened to join in Utah, just northwest of Salt Lake City, uh, Promontory, Utah, where they where they, they threw uh, what they call the Golden Spike, which was the last um, uh, anchor between the two between the two railroads. But so that that was the story was uh, coming from the um, from the east going to the west, and it was building this railroad, and again had great characters, characters you just really cared about fell in love with I think that was a five or six seasons um van fantastic Anson Anson Mount was the uh the lead actor his name was huh. uh um uh okay uh what was his name Bohannon was his last name Bohannon and it was just so it was just the period coming out of the Civil War and um so there's a lot of baggage with that and a lot of good characters had your villains had your evil villains had your uh, you know had your people that would because as the railroad was being built and you would you know, as it was moving along the towns the little villages would pop up along as the railroad was making its its way to the west and you had these characters that kept following the the the, the railroad from station to station to station um, so they so it was a very you had the same kind of characters, and you cared for them, and 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 felt felt their story. So that was probably the best western. Um, another old one that I haven't watched yet. I'm I'm trying to get into it. It's an old series. I think it was on HBO or Showtime. It's called Deadwood, which is out of Deadwood, South Dakota, up in the Black Hills. Um, but we didn't we didn't have uh, cable back then in the day, so never watched that one. So that one's on, I think HBO Max right now or Netflix or something like that. So want to catch up with that one. I think I think Grandma may have watched that one. Um, no, I don't think so. It's because every other word was the F word in that. Oh, one. <laughs> it was it was really? it was a lot of it was a lot of trash, a lot of sex, a lot of violence, and I, I Grandma and Grandpa just didn't watch that stuff. Okay, that's right. That's right. She wouldn't watch that. Um, no. One of your favorite authors is C.J. Box, right? Is that his name? C.J. Box, yeah. Have any of his stories been uh, adopted or adapted? Uh, they actually have. I mean, his his main novels that he's written, stories he's written, uh, are about a character called Joe Pickett. Which is a fish and game warden in Wyoming, um, but he had another series that he called the Highwaymen, um, 
and it was it was a different you know it wasn't anything related to Joe Pickett, which are the ones I like to read. Um, but that was developed last year into a series on TV called Big Sky, and they yeah. had a second season. They had a second season this year, um, and that was a it's it's a different different it's kind of a modern story it's not really a western per se um but yeah his so yeah so he he had a, a and i don't i don't know how much the because i haven't read those books so i don't know how much the i did watch the first season it's good i don't know how much those books um you know followed the or how much of the first season followed the books i, I heard it was kind of so-so yeah, uh, Big Sky is uh, ABC. It's uh, Ryan Felipe. Uh, who who else is anyone else big in it? Yeah, uh, well, in Ryan Ryan Felipe was only in in I think the first two or three episodes um, before he got killed. Um, oh. The main character one, one of the main characters. There's there's yeah spoiler alert. Sorry. There's two two main okay. two main ladies two main ladies that are the characters, um, Cassie, and then the other one, and they're both um, private eyes. One was an ex 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 police police lady, um, but one of the gals was the lead in The Vikings, um, which was a okay. fantastic fantastic series, and she was awesome in that. So I watched as much just to see watch her and her acting in this one. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Um, ready to get to the bowls? Yep. So give 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 the ground rules again. Okay. So so um, we each <clears throat> selected twelve games, and so we're we're gonna announce them alternating. So you'll go first, mm-hmm. and and we'll start at the bottom. We'll start with a with our one. So so we rank the games one through twelve uh, with confidence points, and um, and we also pick the playoff results, and we also pick the Washington State Cougars game, which is the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, uh, mm-hmm. Saturday, December seventeenth at SoFi Stadium. And um, that's against Fresno State, and um, yeah, so we'll start. We'll start with. Uh, I'll have you go first, and with your um, number one confidence point. So the lowest confidence bowl for you. So can the can, so can the Washington State game be part of the twelve? Um, I I did not count it as part of my twelve. Okay. But Why not? Whatever, whatever you want. Um, whatever, okay. Whatever you want. I I didn't count as part of mine. Twelve. Okay. But, um, and then we're doing separately. We're doing the playoffs. So the the Michigan TCU, Georgia OSU. We're doing that separate, correct? Yes. Yep. And I okay. and I picked the and I picked the championship. Um, and I I threw a score on the championship game as well. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, you want to kick it off with your lowest confidence bowl game? Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have I have twelve picks that I'm gonna give to you. Okay. Um, and we'll we'll alternate. But I do have yep. Washington State. I do have Washington State included in my in my top twelve here. Okay. <clears throat> so my number one, a, my number, one, and right. I I I can tell you, you're gonna find. As you go through this, I have a very West Coast bias because that's typically only the football I watch. So, um, so let's okay. see. So my number one, my number one is the Vegas Bowl, uh, Florida, Oregon State. I have Oregon State as 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 my number one. Now I've I've got these all written down, so you don't have to write down mine. I'll I'll take a picture of this and send it to you. Okay, and I'll do the same. Um, okay, very good. So, so you can any you can drop any any comments on Oregon State. You they had a good win against the Ducks. That was oh, they had a 
have had a great win against the Ducks. I mean, I think they've had a really terrific year uh, coming into uh, a new stadium next year. I guess new half the stadium. They played. They played literally their whole season in half a stadium. Oh really? Half was getting worked. Yeah, because the other half was getting worked on. Oh wow! Um, I didn't really. I didn't see that. I didn't see any games over there. I guess. Wow. Yeah. 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 And it was still. It was still. It was still funny. It was still really loud. But they just had the one side just packed. No, they've had a great year. A great comeback by Oregon. I think they're fired up to continue to. I think their program's on the rise. All right. Very good. And with my first one, I went with the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. I went uh, the UW Huskies over Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of, it's kind of a, a home game for Texas, but the Huskies have been strong all year, and uh, they destroyed the Cougs in Pullman. And um, they seem to have a powerful offense. And, um, yeah, the, you probably know a lot more about the Huskies, actually, right? Well, I, I, I've got them later in my, in my picks here. Uh, I'm surprised okay. that was your number. I was surprised that was your least confident pick. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to throw them on there. Um, I think it's a pretty close matchup. Uh, in, yeah. in Texas, has Texas has the home advantage, and um, yeah, but Hus- the That's Huskies true. have been Huskies have been very good all year. They they just had that that one loss to Arizona State, and then uh, I can't re- recall. Do you recall who the other team they lost to? They only have two losses, I, right? Yeah, I I don't, some, I don't I don't remember. It was a good team. It was it was like Utah. Or, or USC. It was a, a highly rated team. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, so so there you go. So what's your number two? Okay. So my number two is the Pinstripe Bowl, which I believe pinstripes are played in New York in the in the Bronx in Yankee Stadium. Uh, and it features Minnesota against Syracuse. Kind of a home state game for Syracuse. But I'm taking the Gophers in that one because I think Minnesota just will love playing um, outdoors in the in the New York area. So that's my number two Minnesota pinstripe bowl. All right. Very good. Very good. Uh I have the Minnesota sweatshirt right here. Um <laughs> have to, yeah. Uh okay, so my number two is the New Mexico Bowl, which is in Albuquerque at the University of New Mexico. And I have BYU over SMU. Uh, oh, good pick. Yeah. I have have not seen BYU play all season, but uh, they they're always they they always have a strong program. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just pretty confident going with BYU. And and I, I think I looked at SMU and they had a, a ton of late season losses, so hmm. they don't have the momentum. And BYU is seem to be good in bowl games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's good going with BYU. Uh, there you go. Good pick. Good pick. I kind of, I, I, I left that one out. I left one out. That's, that's a good selection. Um, number right, three, I, I reached up into the big four. Um, so the big four that are not part of the playoffs, the big four, Rose, the Cotton, Sugar, and the Orange. Those are the big four. So I reached up into that level for my third pick and I'm taking Tennessee over Clemson. Ooh. I think Tennessee, even though Clemson beat North Carolina just this last weekend, I think Tennessee's got a lot to prove. I think they kind of let their season get away from them at the end. So I am taking them to defeat Clemson and they should be a very competitive Orange Bowl. Hey, wait, it's it's the Orange Bowl? Is that what you say? Yep. Yep. Oh, so it's it's orange versus orange in the orange bowl. Yeah, it is. Ah, all right. Uh, that's orange fun. slices. Uh, orange slices for everyone. Yeah, yeah. At, at halftime. Um. So for my number three, I went with the one you just talked about, the pinstripe bowl, and I also have Minnesota uh, over Syracuse. 
And um, yeah, I don't have anything to add there. So go ahead. Okay. Number four, I've got in the Sun Bowl, which I was so thankful that our Cougars were not heading to El Paso again. Um, nothing against oh, yeah. El Paso, but but the Sun Bowl can be can be a um, a long lost bowl. Anyway, UCLA is playing Pitt. I have no I know nothing about Pitt, and UCLA is probably smarting from that loss to USC, which kind of knocked their season out. So I'm picking UCLA to beat Pitt in the Sun Bowl. All right. The the hometown UCLA. I was just wearing their socks yesterday. Um so I went with for number four, the one another one you just talked about, the Vegas Bowl. And I also went Oregon State Beavers over the Florida Gators. And uh All right. yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a hometown regional Pacific Northwest pick. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. it's it's also kind of, it's also kind of a home game, and for the for the bees, uh, it's a it's a long way to go from from Gainesville to Vegas, and um, yeah, there you go. What's your number five? So my number five is played in Frisco. It's known as the Frisco Bowl, and hopefully we'll be back. We Montana State will be back in Frisco in January. Uh, but this game features Boise State against North Texas, and if not, if I'm not mistaken, I think North Texas is known as the Bobcats. Um, maybe that's Texas State. Maybe I'm wrong. No, there. they're um, they're the, the they're the the Mean Green. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and well, anyway, I think I've got I've got Boise State in that game. I think um, that's a whole class above North Texas. So I got Boise State as number five. Yeah, even though that's literally a home game for North Texas, pretty much, and because uh, they're in Denton, I think North Texas is in Denton, and uh, that's that's the stadium you went to. That that's the one you went to, right? I was it's, at for, that stadium this year in January to watch the FCS uh, championship game between North Dakota State and my Montana State Bobcats, and we yeah. got throttled. Oh yeah, yeah. Who who does who do the Bobcats have coming up? Do you do you recall um, off the top of so your head? We, yeah, we host Friday, uh, ESPN two, seven fifteen my time. We host William and Mary. So oh. William and Mary from Williamsburg, Virginia, the second oldest oldest higher education institution in our country, has got to come all the way out to Bozeman, Montana and play on a Friday night game when the temperature is probably going to be about 17 degrees. <laughs> uh, Welcome in, boys. Heavy... Welcome in. Welcome yeah. in. That, that's a heavy home field advantage for the Bobcats. It uh, should be. That, that, that's not the one that Matt, that cousin Matt, uh, he went to what, James Madison? He, he, went, he, to James, he, James, just... he went to James, James Madison, yes. All right. I get, I get those two mixed up. Uh, they're both they're both in Virginia. Uh, we we went to Williamsburg as well, but I don't I don't think we, did. we saw. I don't, I don't think, think we, we saw this. No, we we did we did not see this university. We didn't. I don't think we knew it was there. Okay, okay, very good. All right, so my number five is the the Sugar Bowl. Was was the Sugar Bowl? Was that one of the Big Four? You said. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I went. And that's in New Orleans, and that I took uh, Bama over Kansas State, and um, I don't. That's just a, a heavy favorite. I don't think I really need to explain why I no. took Bama over Kansas State there. No, no, not at all, not at all. Uh, so my number six pick. This is where we go, we're going right back to L.A. We're going to the, back to the Jimmy Kimmy Bowl, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, which I have no idea why he has a bowl named after him, other than for sponsorship reasons. But anyway, I'm taking the Cougars <laughs> over the uh, the FSU Bulldogs, and so that's my number six. Go Cougs! Yeah, you got to pick the Cougs there. Yeah. Uh, do Do you have a I'll, I'll just say my score prediction 
is uh, WSU Cougars 30 to 27. I, Cougs win. Do you have a score? 28-24, Cougs. All right. All right. So my number six is the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, which is at Chase Field in Phoenix, which we were just there in May. And that's that's pretty cool. That I like it when they play the bowl games at the baseball stadiums. That's always fun. And um, so I went I went the Oklahoma State Cowboys over the Wisconsin mm. over Wisconsin, <clears throat> who the the Cougs beat Wisconsin earlier this year, mm-hmm. which that 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 kind of went into my decision to pick against Wisconsin because it means they're just not very good if. They lost to the Cougs at home there. Uh, it's been a t- it's been a tough year. They just they just hired the coach from Cincinnati. Did Fickle? Yeah. Luke. Fickle. Uh, really? Yeah. That's a he's a good yeah. he's a good coach. That's a good yeah, hire. That's a yeah, that's a good hire. Yeah, but so they're usually a good program, but Wisconsin had a down year, and uh, yeah, Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State's in a good conference. Uh, big Big Twelve and SEC are top two, I, I think. So there you go. What's your number seven? All right, seven. We're going down south again in the Pasadena for the Rose Bowl, where Utah is playing Penn State. I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with Utah against USC, even though Caleb Williams blew out his hammy. Uh, I think Utah was going to win that game anyway. They played tough, and I tell you, I, I if we, <laughs> you and I went to the Utah Washington State game in Pullman, and by God, if 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 the Cougs had just gotten that one call towards the end of the first half that didn't allow Utah in, we not Utah would not be talking about going to the Rose Bowl. The Cougars would have beat them. But oh. that being said, Utah's a tough team. I like Utah against Penn State. Uh, Utah is my pick in the Rose Bowl. All right. Very good. Very good. So my number seven is the Gasparilla Bowl, which is played in Tampa, uh, where the Bucks play. I took the Wake Forest Demon Deacons over the Missouri Tigers. And do you and, know um, anything about do you know anything about either of those teams? Yeah, well, I, I do know that the Wake Forest quarterback is actually a top five. I think he's a top five NFL QB prospect, the, the Wake wow. Forest QB. Yeah, I think okay. the Wake Forest QB is actually really good. That I can't, I don't remember his name, but I I think he's def he's yeah he. But I, if I'm if I'm not mixing him up with some other school with similar colors, which um. I, I I also think it's funny how these schools also have similar color schemes. But yeah, um, I know I nothing like, about I know I know nothing about either of those teams. So that's why oh, I just I couldn't I couldn't go there with that pick on those guys. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Missouri is like what like the seventh or eighth best team in the I don't even, what the SEC is Missouri SEC now. I, I think I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they, they're like they're like the eighth best team in the SEC or Missouri's weak. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I based it on the Wake Forest quarterback. So what, okay. Go ahead. What's your number? What, what's Very your good. So my eighth pick, uh, we're going to go down to the holiday bowl in San Diego. Yeah. Which is where typically we'd always see BYU play, but not, not, not this year. Um, this game is Oregon against North Carolina and I'm taking the ducks. A uh, long ways for North Carolina to come. Uh, they lost to Clemson. They, they, they got beat pretty handily, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think the Ducks, Bo Nix, um, I think they got a lot to prove after losing that. They have bad, a lot of bad taste in their mouth after losing that game against Oregon State. I think Oregon wins in a blowout. That's my number eight. Well, isn't that funny? Because that's also my number eight pick. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I'll, I don't have anything to add there. Um, okay. Yeah. 
Definitely. It's it's definitely so move, yeah, definitely a long way to travel. That's that's a, the main a main point. So go ahead. What's yeah. your nine? So my nine is one you've already picked is the Alamo Bowl, Texas, Washington. I've got the Huskies as well. I'm taking them at number nine. Uh I think Penix as a QB is um is pretty amazing. He's throwing up some some big numbers, got a big arm. Um Texas you know, even though that's that's a home game, man, Washington travels. Washington will have a ton of fans there, so um, go with the Huskies for my nine. All right, very good. So with my nine, I went with one that you already recently discussed. I went with Utah. I also took Utah, the Utes, over Penn State in the Rose Bowl. And – um. Yeah, not a lot. Lots of lots of geographical advantages. Um, huge, huge geographical advantage for the Utes. Uh, the Utes were coming on. Yeah, just coming off that momentum, off the giant win over USC. Not a lot to yeah. go ahead. What's your number? Ten, what's your ten? Yeah. So my number ten uh, is the Music City Bowl, which I believe was in Nashville since that's known as Music City. And I'm going with the old Pirates, Mississippi State, playing Illinois. I'm taking the Pirates and the Mississippi State team to nice. as my number 10. Nice, nice. Very good. The Coach Leach, the old um, – I've probably mentioned it on the podcast, but I, I got a shout-out from Coach Leach one time near the just just walking around near the stadium i called i called out coach leach and and he waved he waved back to me hey said, hello there hey, coach. He said, hello. yep he said how you doing he gave me a, he gave me a salute <laughs> so that was, that was pretty awesome <laughs> all right so with mine i went with the citrus bowl I took LSU over Purdue. Oh, and okay. That one is played in Orlando. Uh, so there you go again. Uh, big, big advantage there for LSU in the South. Uh, big comp. LSU is just. I don't know a lot about Purdue, but Purdue's not not typically a good football program, really. And in LSU probably underperformed this year. So I would say they're bound for a just dominant performance here in this game. You know Purdue just played in the Big Ten Championship, right? Oh that's right. They that's right. They did they did play that game. Um but they got they got crushed they got crushed by Michigan though, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't I didn't look at I mean did you look at like who Purdue beat this year? Um No. No, because that nah. side of the conference wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that being said, that game that game was not part of my twelve, but I did have it on my board here, and I had picked Purdue. But oh, really? It wasn't wasn't one I was extremely confident about. I didn't I didn't bring it in my top twelve. Okay, okay. So we have we go against each other there. All right, very good. Well, no, it's because I don't I don't have it in my top twelve, so. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that that is funny. I I definitely I definitely did forget that Purdue. Well, that, that's because that's because I didn't I didn't watch that game. But um, yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. Mi- Michigan Michigan laid the hammer to them. And uh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Purdue Purdue. So my number my number my number eleven, and I I picked I I um I'm not sure where you're at on the rest of the bowls, but I did pick the top. I did pick what I call the big four, the rose, cotton, sugar, orange. I I made sure those four games were in my top 12. So number 11, that I'm confident is going to happen is I think USC will throttle Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Cotton Bowl held in Dallas. Um, USC fans will travel. Um, It's got about uh, three, three weeks here for Caleb to get his hammy better which that's not that long, but I think none, nonetheless, I think USC will throttle them. 
do do you think USC still wins if Caleb doesn't play? Yes. Okay. Because they've got the they've got they've got they've got three weeks to to prepare whatever quarterback backs him up, and that program should have a kid that could play on most college teams as their number one. So I don't know why they stayed with Caleb. They kind of screwed up their whole game plan, but nonetheless, they lost. So we'll see what they do. All right. Very good. And I, I and I, honestly, I honestly, I know nothing about Tulane. I don't know what their record is. I don't know who they beat. I don't know who they played. I don't know where they're ranked. I don't know why they're even in that game. Um, they must yeah. have a good ranking to be in in in, in that game, but I, I just don't see it. Well, I, I flipped on – they were on yesterday they're in their conference championship. Uh, I flipped that game on ABC. Uh, I, they must they must have only lost like one time I guess and and they're they're kind of the they're like the the Boise State or the what Central Florida Cinderella story I suppose mm-hmm. okay but yeah yeah they they don't stand a chance you're you're deaf USC is gonna overpower them like you said okay so uh, for my 11, I took the Armed Forces Bowl, which is played in Fort Worth, and I took Baylor over Air Force. Uh, that, that's another home game. That's a kind of a home game for Baylor, and that just seems like a mismatch. Just right when I looked at it, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I feel bad going against Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, I, a, I, that's a that's that's a that's a smart pick. That's a smart pick for a confidence pick of eleven. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, yeah. So for, my last, well, yeah, my, last most, my last yeah my my last pick. You've already called this game. You called it early. It's the last of the Big Four: Sugar Bowl, Alabama, Kansas State. Alabama is going to blow their doors out. So that's my confidence. Number twelve is Alabama. Nick Saban and company. And I mean, how many did didn't Nick Saban sign a? He just has a lifetime contract. Uh, do you, Do you think Nick Saban just continues to coach to the grave? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do. Now, un, I do. Un, unlike Coach K, who who hung who hung it up. Um, I, I was kind of disappointed that Coach K retired, and he handed handed over to Young Shire. But, well, what you don't know, you don't see on TV, and you don't unless you're in the inner circle. You don't know what his mental capacity is anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Definitely. You get old. Yep, yep. You get old. You 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 lose. You lose. Start losing shit. And oh yeah. Losing interest it, it, and and yeah. You know he's had it. He's had a mountain of a staff around him for a decade, so you know. And and same with Saban, same with all those guys. They've just become, you know, the head of the head of the program, the voice the, to, to the media. Everybody else does the coaching. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. They're, I think uh, Saban's like Belichick. They'll coach till they're dead. They'll coach till they die on the sideline. So <laughs> good for them. Well, good for them. Well. Well, hopefully they don't die on the sideline. That would that would scare the fans. I mean, that wouldn't be good. But um, just like that, the the Michigan coach who went down, Mike Hart, the former. Do you say that the the former running back for Michigan, Mike Hart? Remember him? Yeah, yeah. He he went down on the for a health issue <clears throat> on the <clears throat> on the sideline a few weeks ago. During like, game, he's one. Well, he's one of their assistant coaches, but um, no, he he had a some sort of health issue on the sideline, so he needed help. But uh, anyway, okay. anyway, okay, give me your um, number twelve. Give me your twelve. Yeah, I took one that you already took too. Uh, I also the the Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas, Boise State, 
of course, had to go with the Boise State Broncos over North Texas. Um, yeah, Boise State's always great in the playoffs. So, no, even though it's a home game for North Texas, for the Mean Green, Mean Green Machine, uh, no explanation needed to going with Boise State. All right. Speaking of speaking of Boise State and great playoffs, yeah, see if you can remember this. Uh, my son, who remembers all all things uh, date wise, huh. what was the year? What was the year that Boise State, with the trick plays, beat the Adrian Peterson led Oklahoma Sooners in a bowl game? Do you remember that year? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Well, it was it January. What was it? Would it have been? It was January of two thousand seven. It was the it was the two thousand six season, January of oh seven though, I believe. That that I was going to I was going to say oh five was was my thought, but yeah yeah I I I I think it was I think it was Jan January oh seven is what I would say. Um, I'm pretty sure. I I remember. Still, I still I think the best best bowl game I've ever seen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I I had I had that game on my spectacular trick uh, plays. Yeah, yeah. I put I put that game on my iPod Touch, and and used to watch it. Um, back when the iPod Touch was the thing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I had that game on there. So I was, yeah, they had the the trick plays, the the Statue of Liberty, and the Hook and Ladder, and yep. one other one too. Uh, okay, so okay, so we're done with our twelve. Surprisingly, I thought we'd be a lot closer, or a lot more teams that we'd have both would have picked. Surprisingly, we only have seven of the twelve, the same teams. Well, that's you don't think that seems like a lot to me. I mean, how many how many bowl games are there? A shitload. Yeah, <laughs> boatload. Well, I mean, there, I'm I'm guessing there might be like forty or something, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's probably probably mid mid thirties. Yeah, yeah, forty. Yeah, forty. So, okay, so we're we, on to we, the we're 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 up, we're on to the top four. Let's do the top four. We got to dial this yeah, up yeah. here. We're almost at an hour. Yeah. What do you have? For, yeah, go ahead. Which one do you want to start uh, with there? So we got we have uh, we have number two uh, Michigan playing number three TCU. Kind of surprised they went to number three. Um, and number one Georgia faces number four Ohio State. Uh, the first game, I have Michigan uh, beating TCU, and then the second game I have Georgia beating Ohio State. How about you? I have I also have the Georgia Bulldogs which did they did they only win just last year? They they didn't win two years in a row, right? Was uh correct. Yeah, okay, okay. They only um, Yeah, yeah. So I got Uga and I went with TCU with the the Boise State postseason energy with the upset there. There you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah. I like it. Nice. 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 What What do you have? Um, do you have a, a score? So for, uh, what a score for the final? Yeah. So for the championship game, I've got Georgia beating U of M, the mighty mighty uh, Wolverines from Michigan, uh, 35-31. All right. And I went. I also went with Uga with a repeat. Twenty-seven, twenty-three over TCU. All right. There you go. All right. Um, any other? Wait, any other loose ends we need to tie up here? No, I don't think so. Like I said, I'll send you a picture of this. So each in All one right. of yours. What's our what's All what's right. the point system? So if you oh yeah if you if you if yeah. you win your game you get you get a point points or what? Yeah yeah so you get each confidence points so if you win the 12 that's 12 points right there gotcha um, okay yeah and and then and then we decided that are are you okay with the the playoff semis being one point and the the final being two points or do you think that it should yeah, be worth fine. more 
Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. And and then we'll just. Oh yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. It sounds good. Um. Awesome. So let's see this game. Wow. So this game is twenty-one nineteen. It looks like the Colts just scored. Oh, so the Colts just scored a touchdown and they went for two. Did not get it. Because uh, I I can't I can't multitask. I can't watch the game while I'm doing this. Um. Yeah. So the Colts. Colts might win. Okay, very good. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for, thanks for doing it. Yep. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you later. Talk to you. Yep. Thanks. Yep. See okay. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.